0: All right, hi everybody. Welcome to 100% life. I'm Anita. And today I'm going to be talking about a serious subject, but in a way not really. I mean, it is serious, but the stories I'm going to say they're kind of amusing. I mean, in the moment they were terrifying it, it terrifying, but looking back, they were kind of funny. So, I'm going to be talking about my experience with like creepy people because it, it, I don't want to say like harassment because <laughs> that's like really serious but just like creepy people in general and so I'm going to start off with what happened today and I'm going to share a really really scary story that happened to me and um, my best friend, um, if you're listening to this, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So today, I was going for a walk with my mom around our lake that we have next to um, our house. And fun fact about that lake, actually, I found out today, my mother told me when we were walking around the lake, my stepdad's grandpa built the lake, like accidentally, He was basically digging for sand to sell it, I guess, and he dug so deep to the point where water started flooding in, and now it's a lake, so yeah, that's cool, (laughs) but he gave the property to the city that I live in, so it's technically not ours anymore, but my stepdad's grandpa built it, so that's cool. Um okay yeah so I was walking around the lake with my mom today and like we were walking next like a ledge in a forest like over the lake and all of a sudden behind us there's like this young couple I guess like fighting and my mom and I we stop and just like wait to see what happens because we don't want something serious to happen and all of a sudden, the guy starts shoving the girl, and I was, like, in shock, I was standing there with my mouth, literally, my jaw was on the ground, I was so shocked, and then this girl, like, obviously, he shoves him, and, like, hits her, and she takes her hand, and just slaps him across the face, and she's, like, get away from me, like, blah, 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 and so the girl walks away, and she walks towards our direction, so my mom and I, of course, we turn around, and we're, like, are you okay like do you need help she like she's like yeah it's fine i just want him to leave me alone like blah 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 and then they start arguing right in front of us and then the guy walks away but then the girl goes after him and my mom and i were like what the is she stupid why is she going after him like just leave And so my mom and I, we were just standing there trying to see if we should, like, call the police or something. Because we didn't want the girl to, like, get beat up by the guy. Because the guy was really violent. So we were standing there for a while and just looking to see if everything was okay with the girl. And then, I mean, she kept walking after him. So we were like, okay, she could have walked away from the situation, but she didn't. And then things started to cool down. So, like, it was fine and we, like, continued on. <clears throat> but we like asked the girl if she needed help and she didn't so i don't know what else we could have done um so yeah and then right after that i we were like walking across like past a little beach that the lake has and i guess this guy thought that me and my mom were friends cuz i'm taller than my mom and i'm pretty short so my mom's really short my mom looks pretty young. So he cat called us. My I don't think my mom heard, but I definitely heard. And I turned around and I look at this dude. I stare at him in this like the most bitchy way ever, just to like signal him like, yo, fuck off, you know. <clears throat> and so then we continued on, but there's been so many incidents that just. Freak me out. Like for example, the first time something serious like that happened to me was when my friends and I it was four, four of us. Yeah, in total, it was four of us. And we were standing by like a tram stop outside of my friend's house, and it was like late at night. It was like eleven or twelve, maybe. I'm not sure what time it was, but we we're just hanging out like outside of her house. It's not like we were in the middle of nowhere, and um my two friends they go back to her house to i think they were gonna get like something to drink to drink because they were thirsty and so we my other friend and i we were waiting by the tram stop and all of a sudden they come running back and they're like guys there's like a drunk man like he's basically zigzagging through the alleyway where my friend lives and we're like (laughs) ashy what do we do now And so we just kind of stand there and wait for him, like, see what happens. And he comes out of the alleyway where the tram stop is. And he comes towards us. So we, like, move away from there. We go, like, to a different part of the tram stop. And he follows after us. And we're like, okay, is this dude following us? So we go back to where we were standing in the first place. And then he followed us back there. So we're like crap, what do we do now? We couldn't go back through the alleyway because we didn't want the man seeing where my friend lived. So we like panicked (laughs) and we're like, what do we do? What do we do? So we were walking around the tram stop seeing if he was actually following us and we weren't just overreacting. And basically next to the alleyway where my friend lives, there's a graveyard. And you can go through this graveyard and then get to my friend's house. So we're like, okay, let's just go through the graveyard. He's drunk. He's not going to find his way through there. And we can easily get out and then just go to my friend's house. And so we start walking through there. The guy starts following us. And then he starts running after us. And so me and my best friend, we start No, all all three of them are my best friends, okay? Me and one of my friends, we start sprinting. And then one of my friends, she was like, no, guys, chill. Like, everything is fine. And then she started sprinting as well because she noticed that the guy was running after us. And so we were all running. And me and my friend, we were, like, ahead of my two other friends. And... We did not... Ha- oh, so basically, my one friend that wasn't running in the first place <laughs> and thought it was all, like, cool and stuff, she had all of our phones, the speaker, and... Yeah, all of our phones and the speaker. And so we couldn't use anything to, like, flash in front of us because it was completely pitch black in the graveyard. Luckily, my friend knew the way through the graveyard, so I was just looking at her bright white Air Force ones while she was running in front of me. And I thought that my other two friends were behind me, but that by the time me and my friend got to the end of the graveyard, they weren't there. And we were freaking out. We were like, oh my God, where are they? And so we were like screaming and then we hear them running and then we run to her house and we were like banging on the door. We were freaking out. Nobody was answering the door. So we went to her fence and we were screaming. We're like, Open up and so, then finally, someone comes and opens the door, and we catapult <clears throat> ourselves into the house, and, um, yeah, it was terrifying, um, never looked at that graveyard the same, <laughs> it was so scary, and this was, like, last year, so, if we were still, yeah, it was still, it was, scary for us i don't know where i was going with that but it was really scary and so then there was this other time me and my friend we were taking the tram to go to the city and it wasn't even late it was not late at all and we were like sitting okay so basically how the tram works where we live is that right my hair is on the mic okay is that there are like four seats and two of them face each other can my hair like not get in the way thank you and two of them like face each other um so like it's four seats that are facing each other and uh my friend and i we were sitting opposite of each other and all of a sudden my friend is like they're taking pictures of us like and I was like, what do you mean? No, they're not. And so basically she had seen through the window that this guy was holding up his phone to his ear, pretending like he was calling someone when he was actually taking pictures of us. So we freak out. Like I was like, we can't like freak out on the tram. Like we have to like stay calm. And so we get off the tram, like where we were supposed to. And these guys also get off. And so my friend and I were like, Crap, what do we do? So we go as fast as we can up the escalator, and when you get up from the escalator, there's like a little corner, like a wall. And so th- these four grown no, I don't think it was even four, it was like five grown ass middle aged men corner us, and they're like, Can we please have your phone numbers? And, like, these were grown-ass men. They were probably in their 40s. Like, that was disgusting. I even got it on video, like, a short snippet, where I was like, no, get away from us. Like, get away. And we were freaking out. I thought I was going to get kidnapped. And so, luckily, we saw some friends in front of us, and we were like, hey, wait, wait for us. Like, even though we weren't with them, but we saw them, luckily, and so then they, of course, like, backed off because then they, cause they noticed that there were more people and not just two innocent girls. And so we sprint. And yeah, that was really scary. I just feel like it's so disgusting how people... Like, I've encountered this with only men. And so I feel like Acting like that is absolutely disgusting. I don't know how your parents raised you if you act like that towards women because it's absolutely disgusting. And there are also, like, small occasions where, like, guys and men will just, like, catcall you for no reason. And it's like, why? Like, what do you accomplish from doing that? You accomplish nothing, you know? It's so gross. You're not gonna get any girls by doing that. If anything, you look like a pig by doing that. And, um... It's just disgusting. I don't know how many times I've said disgusting. Uh, But it really is. Um... I don't understand how... Someone in the right mind can do that. I think if you do that to someone, then you're not in the right headspace at all. Because a normal person does not do that. And I really think you need to seek help if you're a person that catcalls and terrorizes women like that. Um, And this also goes out to the girls that do that to guys. Because, I mean, there's probably someone out there somewhere that does that but it's like the other way around, you know? There was also this one time, oh my god, this story. I will never in my life forget this. So my friend and I, we were, um, this is the same friend that was with me when we got cornered by the tram stop, and the guys were taking pictures of us and one our numbers. So we had lunch at school. And so, during our lunch times, we are allowed to go out, like, outside of school and get food. And so, we take the tram to this area to get food, and then we were waiting for the tram to go back to school. And so, we are just sitting there by the bench, waiting for our tram, and all of a sudden, there is this grown man, probably 50 years old, shouting in, like, perfect English. He's like, I have a gun. I'm going to kill all of you. I like saying things like that. Like he kept saying he had a gun. He he said he was going to bomb schools. He said he hates America. And so my friend and I, we got so scared. So I pull out my phone and I take a video of him because I'm like, okay, if we are going to report this to the police, then I need some sort of evidence. And so not even to the police, I just thought, like, we were gonna tell the teacher or something, just, like, notify someone, and so he keeps saying, like, the same thing over and over again, he's like, I have a gun, I'm going to shoot all of you, um, I hate America, I'm gonna bomb all the schools, and then, like, when I get freaked out, I start laughing, like, in nervous situations, I start laughing, because I don't know how to control, like, when I get nervous or anxious, And so I like start laughing and this guy, he looks at me and he goes, I'm going to shoot you in the head. And I'm like, whoa, this man just threatened me to shoot me. And then he looks at this little boy. Oh no, no, that's not what he said to me. He said, um, he said that to the, to a small boy. He was maybe like 10. He, he said that to a boy that was 10 years old. But to me, when I was laughing, he said, you won't be smiling when I've shot you. And that really freaked me out because not only was he threatening a 10 year old boy that was not doing anything. He also threatened me. And so I got really freaked out. And so we get on the tram. We get on the same tram where the 10 year old boy was because we didn't want him to be in danger. And the man gets on the tram too, but we make sure that the 10-year-old boy and we get on a different wagon so that he does not um, get close to us or the kid. And I don't really think the kid knew what was going on, but we just didn't want anything to happen to him because we were getting off the next stop and he was probably going to continue on further. And so we get off at school and we are so freaked out. And so my best friend and I, we go to our yearhead. Yeah, we see our yearhead in, like, the cafe, I think. And we're like, hey, there's this really creepy man at so-and-so place. We just wanted to let you know just so that maybe, yeah, I don't know what we wanted to accomplish with that. But we're like, yeah, there's, like, a creepy man at this place and we don't know what to do. So he's like, okay, please go talk to the office about this because this sounds serious. And we told both of them like the whole story. And then um, the office is like, okay, can you please show me the picture that you took of the guy? So I show them the picture and they're like, well, okay, he has like a bag. We don't know what could be in that bag. Because it was like a a, a satchel, is that what they're called? Like a handbag for men. (laughs) And we don't know what could have been in that bag. Um, so, we, and the thing is, not only did we report this man because, okay, so not only did we notify, like, the school because it was a danger for us and people, and, like, people around him, but he was probably a danger to himself because it didn't seem like he was in the right headspace. And, of course, that's not his fault if he has something wrong with him. So, of course, he needs help so he's not a danger to himself. And so the office is like, can you please go talk to the security about this? Because our school has two security guards. And so we go up to them and we're like, yeah, this is what happened. Um, we tell them the whole story as well. And so then they're like, okay, this is really serious. We're gonna have to contact police about this because um he's a threat to himself and the people around him. And he also threatened me, like, personally. So we're like, whoa, okay, this is really serious. And so we um they're like, okay, can you please come to our office? So we go to their office and they're like, okay, you're going to have to notify your parents because we need your parents' permission before we call the police. So we both, my best friend and I, we call our parents and my mom's like freaking out. She's like, what? Like, why are you calling police? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to have to tell you everything later because we just need the police to get here right now. And so we called the police or the security called the police and they told the whole story. And then the security was like, okay, can you please wait in this other office while police come? And so we sit down in this large office with um, the security guard, the principal, and um, some other lady that was going to help us translate. I mean, my friend and I, we speak fluent German, but it was just like in case... There were specific things that we needed to clarify in, like, good German. And so we are sitting in that room waiting. We had to go get our IDs and stuff so we could show the police. And uh, two police cars show up and four policemen. And so they walk in and they basically interview us about the whole thing. And luckily luckily i took this picture because they i sent them the picture and they were able to use it as a way to find the man and they told us that it was a really good thing that we notified the police because this is very serious because not only was he threatening me he was threatening a child and he also said that he hates america and he wants to bomb schools and here's the thing our school it's in a it's an international school with an american curriculum and so that's why it was like it, it was concerning that he was saying that he wanted to bomb an amer like all american schools because our school was like 2 minutes away from where he was saying those threats And so they interview us, we tell them the story, like at this point we've told the story at least 5 million times, and this takes like an hour, an hour and a half, this whole process. And then they're like, okay, thank you very much, like they give us their number, and they're like, we'll update you if anything happens. So we're like, great. And so we go back to class. And of course, everyone has like a million questions. Because at this point, everyone figured out that it was like me and my friend that were sitting in the office with two, with like policemen, with four policemen. Because this office had like windows so you can see into it. And people probably thought that we were like in trouble. But we really weren't. We were like heroes. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. And so then... This is where the story takes an interesting turn. My best friend's dad was out and about. Because I had sent this picture of the man to my family and to my friend's family. So that everyone could just stay away from this man. In case we saw him. And so my best friend's dad was out like grocery shopping I think. And on the way home he saw this man in someone's backyard. And so my friend's dad pulls over, takes a picture of him, and calls the police. And he's like, yeah, my my daughter and her friend, they reported this guy to the police like yesterday. And I have found him and he's in someone's backyard. I need to like, I need you guys to come here and sort the situation out. And so they come to like the area where the guy where the man is and they arrest him. And so yeah. Now, I don't know what has happened to him. I don't know if he's still roaming around. I don't know if they released him. I don't know if he's arrested. I don't know if he's, like, in, in a hospital to get help because that's probably what he needs. But, yeah. And that was really eventful. <laughs> it was... That's a story I'll never forget. Um, but, yeah. it It, it was... <laughs> Oh, like I said, very, very, very interesting. Usually people like that they don't have something right with them. Which is why in the in this case he probably needed help. And yeah, at the end of the day, everyone is safe now. He's safe. We're safe. Everyone around him are safe now. <laughs> And, yeah, that's interesting. Don't, um, stay away from strangers. If someone seems creepy, back away from the situation. Um, please do not um, walk up to people like this because you don't know what can happen. He could have had a gun in his bag and we don't know. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what else to talk about. That's kind of all the stories I have. But like I said, creepy men around the streets all the time, always trying to catcall and be gross like that. There's when I was at a music festival, which I'm gonna make in which I'm gonna talk about in a different podcast. <laughs> this is so funny my best friend she's so protective over me and we were at this concert and I think we were waiting for a Ski Mask the Slump God and this guy who's standing behind me like touches my ass and I, I tell my friend I'm like dude he just like grabbed my ass she turns around and she's like stay away <laughs> like looks straight onto this guy <laughs> and he <laughs> and goes stay away in German oh I love her so much but yeah it's just I mean things like this happen all the time it's sad that you get used to it at this point it shouldn't be like that but sadly I am used to it and um, it's nothing really I can do about it just hope that people get better and learn and um that there are good people out there and not only people that like to shame women and catcall them and harass them like that so yeah if you guys want to leave any feedback for me about this podcast please message me on um, instagram or if you know me personally then you probably have me on snapchat and yeah, hope you guys have a great day. Um hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um thank you for listening to 100% life and I'll see you next time. Bye.